and welcome to the Slow Home Podcast. This is the podcast all about slow living in a fast-paced world. My name is Brooke McCallery. My name is Ben McCallery. Welcome to episode 254. We are in September. Finally, in the month of September, we have another monthly experiment coming at you. And if you listened into last week's episode, you would have heard from us that we're all about mindful moments this September. Yes. Being very mindful and in the moment. Very good. <laughs> did you like that? I did. Yeah. So I've got to say, to start this episode, it's probably one of the most accessible experiments we've done so far. I, I think that's right. Actually. But like everything that's really easy uh, or seemingly easy, the more you go into it, the harder it gets, I think. Okay. Yeah. And I've got my reasons in a minute, which we'll go through. But so tell us about what this month's experiment is all about. Uh, essentially, it's about mindfulness. Okay. Yeah. So that's it. No. <laughs> done. Show done. done. Finished. Yeah. Just be mindful every day this month, yeah. the end. Okay. So, but what do you mean? What do you mean being mindful? Yeah. So mindfulness is one of those things. I write about it in um, in slow, actually, this, this idea, the buzzword of mindfulness, right? It has become this complex kind of sub-industry, lots of books, lots of apps, lots of programs, lots of coloring, lots of lots of different things mm-hmm. that are all about mindfulness. And the vast majority of those things are useful in developing a mindfulness practice. But at its core, mindfulness really is just about paying attention. So I have a quote which sums up what mindfulness is that far better than I ever could. Mm-hmm. And John Kabat-Zinn says, mindfulness means paying attention in a particular way, on purpose, in the present moment, and non-judgmentally. So for me, it's that non-judgmentally part that is the key. I mean, I think we can all understand that mindfulness is paying attention. But where so many people struggle, and I know I have and do still sometimes struggle, Mm. is in that non-judgmental part. You know, I, I will find myself meditating and my brain will wander off. I'm like, man, you can't, you can't do it. You can't do it for yeah, even five minutes. What's I wrong got, with you? I got very frustrated at that meditating. Yeah. And but, what I discovered is that's actually what our brains do and it's okay. And once I let go of the judgment of that or the expectation of what it was going to look or feel like, I was actually just able to do it. And it was there that I started to learn the biggest lessons about mindfulness and meditation. So really, that's what this month's experiment is about. But instead of making it a big, scary thing or a thing that we feel like we're not that kind of person, like I'm not the sort of person who meditates or I'm not the sort of person. That's me. That's exactly, you're talking about exactly where Exactly. And a lot yeah. of people are this, feel the same. We're stripping it way back down to its very bare essence and really encouraging you to just take five minutes a day. That's, what, that's all we're doing five minutes every day for the month of September spent in mindfulness. Yeah, so that's what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. As a topic, it's quite scary. And mm-hmm. while five minutes a day seems very easy, the reality is going to be pretty different, I think, particularly for someone like me that doesn't meditate every day. Is this all about meditation? It's though? not at all about meditation. No, we're not actually meditating at all as part of this this month's experiment. If you want to, you can. Mm-hmm. I will say that. But what we're going to do is every week, 
highlight four different mindfulness techniques or practices. And for the, for the following week, that's what we're going to be doing. So it's almost the end of the first week of September. And what we have been doing for the past week has been focusing on breath. There's a few, we've got three different breathing techniques that we have been experimenting with from the beginning of September. And we'd love you to experiment with it for the, the, this coming week. Uh, and that's it. There's no meditation involved. There's no, you don't even necessarily have to sit still to do it. But yeah. it's, we're trying to keep it as simple as possible. And I will say the reason that we are trying to keep this as simple yeah. as possible, but also stick with it, is because we're currently in pretty... We're on the road. We are. We are travelling and it is very much tilting into work at the moment. Yeah. And, uh, we, you know, we often talk about it on the podcast. Slow is accessible to all of us no matter how fast life feels. And that's great and I absolutely believe it, but this experiment is putting that to the test. What if I'm someone that says, I don't have the five minutes in my day? Then make it two. You know, sit in the car for an extra two minutes when you're at the gym. Like sit in the toilet if you can't get a moment's respite from your kids. You're so Australian. I said toilet. Restroom. Sit in the, sit in the dunny. Uh, if, yeah, but, but, I mean, try and highlight one point in your mm. day where you could find that two minutes because, isn't because we it, all have it we all have it and it being the devil's advocate if you are saying i don't have five minutes i literally just can't find five minutes in my day isn't that what this experiment is aimed at that yeah. specific person because you need it if you say you don't have five minutes in your day then i can guarantee you you need this because i mean there's that there's that old zen proverb uh, if you don't have time to meditate for an hour a day, then you need to meditate for two, <laughs> you know, because busyness and, you know, franticness begets busyness and franticness. We just get caught up in that constant loop of doing so that not doing feels like something to be ashamed of. So we do. We fill our time. We fill our days. And that applies to people who are genuinely living busy and full lives as well. So try not to dismiss it out of hand because yeah. this is specifically for you and for us because things are busy at the moment. The book tour is in full swing. Let's get into it. Okay. Okay, so there's four different methods of mindfulness that we're going to look at over this coming month. As mentioned, we're going to start with deep breathing or breathing, I should say. So first, I don't know, action, practice, if you like. Technique. Technique mm -hmm. is uh, slow, deep breathing. Yeah. And there are many champions in this space. Um, Wim Hof has... Um, develop courses on it. A lot of people that I've spoken to combined with his cold water technique are uh, obsessed with this deep breathing. Yeah, I, I myself has never I've never done it. Mm. I do appreciate a cold shower now and again. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, so there's all these different sort of really specific and nuanced techniques in in regards to deep breathing. What do you have in mind for our Listeners, no, um, no, nothing complicated at all. It's just sitting 
or even standing if, if you can't find somewhere to sit, still mm-hmm. for just a few minutes and focusing solely on your breath. That's it. So the best way to practice this deep breathing mindfulness technique is to sit, uh, feet on the floor, sit in a comfortable chair, back straight, shoulders back, kind of chest lifted, mm-hmm. head up. Yeah. So diaphragm massively open. open. Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't force it, yeah. but just to the point where you're not crunching down in your lungs or your belly or anything. Yeah. And to simply focus on slow, deep breathing. So the if you're not used to this, to deep breathing, and most of us aren't, most of us breathe into our chest yeah. only, yeah. and you can kind of feel that, yeah, especially when you're anxious. I find myself chest breathing a lot, uh, which is that your belly doesn't move at all yeah. when you're breathing. You're just kind of up the top here. I like doing that you're doing it now. now. I'm doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't not do, do it. When no, you're... you can't. So it takes practice to learn how to breathe deeply. If you haven't practiced yoga or anything like that, this might be kind of unusual. So put your your hands on your belly just gently. You can kind of rest your just either above your belly button maybe and your fingertips can touch lightly and leave your fingers there, leave your hands there for the, the entire practice. But your your aim is to make your hands move when you're breathing into your belly. And you breathe in through your nose slowly, maybe so for the count of four. You breathe in and your belly is supposed to get bigger. That's right. So you yeah. breathe in, your belly expands. I used to find this really uncomfortable because I had such a hang-up about my belly after having the kids. I mm, really hated it. Yeah. Like my stupid idea was like suck it in, suck your belly in. Um, so it was really working counter to the way that I would walk around in the world all day. So it takes – you might have to get over that particular hurdle like me. Uh, but you breathe in and your stomach, your belly, your lungs, your chest all expand. Mm-hmm. You do that for three or four counts slow, you know, one, two, three, four, and you hold it for the same count. Okay. One, two, three, four, uh, and then slowly breathe out of your mouth for the same count and then hold your empty lungs for the same count. So, so in for four, hold for four. Out for four, hold for four. So it's like triangle breathing. More like square. Oh, sorry. Yeah. But there is another, there, there is many techniques. Yeah. So if you find that it's not working for you, just Google it. There is a, a technique that our kids learn at school called triangle breathing, which is in for four, hold for four, out, out for four, four, in for four, hold for four. So there's no, what did not you, as much. Sorry, what did you suggest? I hold on both, both ends, oh, okay. like inhale yeah. and exhale. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is just what I was taught. Yeah. I don't think there's any necessarily any wrong way of doing it Mm -hmm. but then then all you do in that that process is focus on that breath i find that counting actually really grounds you in in the mindfulness of it it's almost like this exercise is the precursor to basically all sorts of meditation like that's all you're doing you're just preparing yourself for a meditative state but in this case we're just we're just after that mindfulness piece. Yeah, we're not and that's where any, I started. We're not going to go any further than that. No, exactly. Yeah. So it can be a building block, absolutely, but it can yeah. also just be your tool that you can dip into every day for those few moments of mindfulness. Mm-hmm. So the benefits of that specific exercise are phenomenal. Okay. What are they? The biggest one is that it is proven, deep, slow breathing, is proven to relieve stress and anxiety because of the impact that it has on your nervous system, which then uh, I'm not a doctor nor a scientist, so I'll probably 
completely muffed this up, but essentially by impacting your nervous system, it also has a positive impact on the hormones that your body secretes and produces related to stress. Okay. So adrenaline and things like that yeah. are actually, if not suppressed, then they are not encouraged whilst you're doing this deep breathing. And as you know from so many of the experiments that we've recorded, mm. by managing or slightly decreasing stress, we affect virtually every other part of our physical and mental health. So what do you have to lose? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> you know, and what do you have to gain by that? And I think that if you take nothing else out of this entire experiment, that should be it. Yeah. Take that with you. It yeah. is going to benefit you. It may not feel like it in the moment, particularly if you're struggling with your breath or if you're struggling with your mind racing or, you know, thinking too many thoughts, you may not feel like this is doing anything, but I can guarantee you it is. Yeah. Mr. Logical over here also thinks that when you do get into that really deep breathing and you do it for a period of time, whether it's a couple of minutes or, or more, there's like those practical and really obvious advantages to it. So things like you're breathing more, you can have heightened levels of oxygen in right. your blood, which means more energy and better concentration. Exactly. Like it's just that's proven. Yeah. So I challenge you and, and as soon as you start doing it, you can feel it. I was sluggish mm -hmm. this afternoon and just doing those exercises while we've been describing them and before the show planning, like my energy is huge at the moment. Yeah. Like I'm ready to do some exercise or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, you're right. And on the, on the speaking tour, on the book tour rather, I've found myself doing the same thing when I've got a, like an author talk to go to or a media interview to do or something like that. I will spend a couple of minutes in those deep breathing exercises and suddenly when, you know, I find those things really stressful. Like I love doing them yeah. and it's a great opportunity to talk about slow, but I also find them really stressful. I know you do. So to spend a couple of minutes in that slowness in, I guess, reoxygenating my blood. Totally. I don't know. Seriously. I, I come away with, with an energy. And yeah. while I'm still nervous, I no longer feel anxious, which yeah. is quite different. Greater concentration as well. Yeah. yeah. Like there's so, a, there's a numerous benefits just to just getting more than your normal level of oxygen into exactly. your bloodstream. All right. So that's one technique that we encourage people to do this week. The other technique is more... I don't know, is it yoga-based or I think I first heard it in when I was doing yoga. Yes, uh, that's where I've come across it. Yeah. It's called lion's breath. Lion's breath, yeah. And lion's breath has been a friend to me this entire year, to be honest. It's been a friend for all of us. Yeah. We've used it so many times. It's amazing. I mean, yeah. when the kids are getting stressed at school, we're like, okay, three lion's breaths. And I remember when we were up in the Yukon, and we had finally crossed into the Arctic Circle and we stood. Remember that? At that, yeah, that lookout. Yeah. And it was phenomenal. And just doing bright lines. And we did lion's breath, breath. Up into the Arctic. Oh, yeah. it was incredible. Yeah. Uh, and lion's breath is the one thing that I will do every morning, whether I meditate or not. I do lion's breath every morning and I do it before every speaking gig. Yeah. Uh, for a few reasons, but mostly for me because it leaves me feeling energized. But also, it sounds really silly, like courageous and delighted in life. It yeah. really does. Yeah. And a lot of the reasons behind that 
are less based in science, but absolutely based in experience of hundreds of thousands of yoga practitioners world over. And it really does release negative emotions, releases tension in our face, like our facial muscles. And uh, it, it is also for me a way of welcoming new energy, like, Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. And for yeah. me, because it is, and uh, I may lose some people with this, but it is attached to the throat chakra, which is related to our communication skills and self-expression. Right. And that's stuff that I have had to really be on top of this year. Yeah. And by releasing it, and you do feel it, you feel it in the base of your throat, this release. I feel like I'm able to like move into my day with yeah. that blockage gone sounds a little bit woo i understand it's not like i'm the least woo person here and it is the most addictive thing i've ever done right so couple so couple the lion's breath to expel this is how i say it to expel those negative and great to do in the morning or whenever you're feeling really uptight or whatever do that three big huge lion's breaths and brooke will now demonstrate what a lion's <laughs> breath is i'm sorry this might sound disgusting So you're just really forcefully pushing air out and not letting it and let it ride over the vocal cords. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, it's pro that's probably not a perfect a perfect yeah. example. And I will include a link in the show notes to a tutorial on lion's breath because you can actually there there's poses that that can go that along help. with it. Yeah. Uh, but that's essentially it. It is the the full expulsion of, of air, yeah. and uh, I can't help but when I draw in that third big breath. I always have a smile on my face. That's sweet. So it's it's that expelling of negativity and then couple that straight into some deep breathing. Exactly. Like, wow, like there you, there, there you have your release and then your reset almost yeah. into. Um, I usually do it the other way. I usually meditate first and then do lion's breath. Well, I do the it end, the other way. It's fine. Whatever works. It's the name <laughs> of the game. And that's exactly right. For this For this whole month, it's whatever works for you. And we're not putting a time limit on. It's just maybe exploring some of these techniques over the over the weeks. Exactly. We are committing to five minutes each at a minimum, but I'm also not going to get caught up on that word minimum. Like we're just committing to it every day. And I'm really, really interested at the end of the month how it's impacted us because this is something that I know you do every day. Mm -hmm. It's not something that I do every day. No. We are in a particularly busy cycle at the moment, this month is is probably our busiest. And what are the benefits at the end? Like what are we actually going to experience? Mm. Because already I'm seeing, as I explained, the energy, you know, just having better concentration, all those sorts of things. But I think it can extend and who knows where it will go. Well, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I have put together a checklist or you know a download for for anyone who wants to take part in this month's experiment it is full of different techniques and suggestions and strategies you don't have to do them all but if you are finding certain parts of the experiment difficult or you're finding it difficult to find even five minutes there's suggestions there for really brief exercises in uh, mindfulness and uh, feel free to go and download that over at slowyourhome.com slash mindful moments uh you can grab a copy there so i'd be really interested to hear how you find 
this first week of okay, the experiment. I'll let you know. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and for anyone else who happens to be yeah, listening. Exactly. And if you're after the show notes to this episode, head over to slowyourhome.com slash 254. We'll have uh, references to Wim, Wim's Hoth deep breathing, Lion's breath tutorials, and... There's a few really interesting articles about the benefits of, of yeah. deep breathing and specifically related to mindfulness as exactly. well. Uh, so that may be helpful for you if you're feeling a little sceptical about it all. Uh, there's some much smarter people than me talking about it. Speaking English <laughs> Speaking, as well. Yes. So enjoy your mindful moments week. We look forward to catching up next week. Have a happy seven days. Who is that? Hi, Puck.